1: This is the High Hopes Podcast. Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the
0: Philadelphia Phillies on radio.com and sports radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is.
1: Uh, It's another one of those? Another edition of the Not So High Hopes podcast. We hoped last time the negative five we did would be enough. Jack! It's gotten worse! How is it worse? How is it worse? How is it worse, man? We talked about... Well, oh, we know said, how it's worse. You said the phrase, and I really liked it, when going into this Marlins series, that this was a show-us-what-you're-made-of type of series.
0: They did. <laughs> what are they made of, Jack? It's
1: <laughs> not great. <laughs> not great. Uh. <laughs> I think that describes everyone's <laughs> listening's feelings right now. Mm. I'm surprised people... But thank you for listening. If you're listening <laughs> to this right now, you what? are a diehard <laughs> Phillies fan. You're a diehard High Hopes sir. We love you more than anything in the world, but I wouldn't blame you if you didn't want to listen. It's really depressing right now.
0: Yeah, I'm just over here trying to hold everyone accountable. Um,
1: (laughs) At least someone is, Jack. No. At least someone is holding everyone accountable. I just
0: I just want to know I just wanna know when are people going to realize that it's the players and not the manager <laughs> like the players are sucking it is not game. like what do they think this is football like that he's got to break down the x's and o's right. of like how to manage a baseball game like dude do i think he should have benched uh segura last week yes do i think he needs to set a, a better example in the clubhouse yes but like for, for, for the love of God. No, Like, they see, can't hit fastballs. I agree with
1: you. I think the, the lion's share of the blame goes on the players. But they're, they're not getting any of but, it. But, but... Okay, fair. They should get it, but you can't absolve Gabe Kapler of this. It's not like Gabe's doing a great job. I'm sorry. But what is he supposed they to sh- do? I don't know. If they don't show up lifeless every night, then throw your body on the... Club he tried floor. that. Well, yeah, nothing's working. Then you okay, know then the
0: player should do something.
1: Then the message isn't getting through. But
0: what's the message supposed to be? Hit the baseball. Go hit the baseball. Like sh-
1: play with some fire. Show the hell up. You just you've got an entire city talking about me getting fired. And you come and loot sweat swept by the Marlins at home for the first time since 2009? You score one run on Chase Utley night? The night oh, we are honoring the, the, the guy, the man, you are the man, Chase Utley? You put up that stinker yeah. on that night?
0: But speaking of Chase Utley, what did all those videos say? Uh, uh, Rollins, Howard. All the videos are the same thing. When something needed to be said, it was Chase that said something. It is on the players to say something I, and look, get I, it out of them. Like I think Gabe
1: needs to go to Bermuda, go to Harper and say, "Guys, got to do something." Like something. I'm but, at some point. At what point is Gabe in, uh, culpable? Like at some point, you have to. It, it goes all around. I agree. The play, you're not firing the whole team, right? Players aren't going anywhere. At a certain point. Whether it, however, he has to do it, Gabe Kepler has to find a way to get them to respond to him or else he's not the right manager for the job. Like,
0: maybe not. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. I just think that the way we're talking about Gabe is like this guy is not, it's like, it's like he's, he's, he's devising a game plan that's like not working. Like it's football. I don't think that. That's not how it works. I
1: agree with you on that.
0: So, so listen, do I, like, here's, there's a lot of parallels. I think we learn a lot from, from Doug and Gabe. Mm -hmm. And, what Doug did is he created a leadership council, right? I mean, that's the first thing he did. Like, I just, I just, I, I won. I don't think Gabe. Totally knows how to manage a clubhouse. Like I, agree I, with that. I think Segura should have been benched last week, and I think it, I think it creates a precedent of hey, like we're not going to stand for that. Like your playing time's is be cut, your playing time's going to be cut, or whatever. And then for Cesar to do it again, like like this, he is what, couldn't
1: bench him if he wanted to because he created the precedent with Segura.
0: That's the problem. Like, agree. Like he, that is, a, that is an issue. He had the chance to to set a precedent to with set, the Segura thing to create
1: thing. some accountability in the clubhouse.
0: Right, and he, this is the problem with I think I think he's so. He really didn't have a, 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 a rise up outside of being a player like he was a player and then he went to like player development player yeah, development and a manager and like he was like Alex Cora was physically in the Astros locker room clubhouse yep. and saw how AJ he was handled a bench himself.
1: coach like he did things that that in-game type stuff you see how the manager does things you get that real life experience
0: and I think I think Gabe just thinks a lot like a player like Doug Peterson he was also a player and I think he understands the player side <laughs> but what makes Doug so special is that he can see the player side but also know that this is what you have to do yeah. if you want to have successful clubhouse so i get it from that standpoint and I, I i he i think he made some mistakes in the last couple of weeks that are going to end up costing him his job but ultimately i think it's the players that are the reason he's going to lose his job
1: i i i agree with that i think ultimately if i'm if i'm if there's a pie chart of blame the players portion is easily the largest portion of blame on that pie chart for me and look i think matt klentak deserves some blame we've talked about it i mean you and if he had listened to this podcast, he wouldn't have gone into the season with Mike Franco as a starting third baseman, or
0: Charlie Morton uh, not in the rotation, you know,
1: or Charlie Morton <laughs> not in the rotation, or just yeah. I mean, we talk about the Dodgers all the time. The thing that makes the Dodgers so special is yes, they have elite talent and all that, but they have a thousand guys. If someone gets hurt, they just throw someone else in, and it works. This team lacks depth. I think you can blame Klentak for that. And well, and you, talk-
0: can, you can. I think you can blame Amaro for that. Sure, sure. It go, the it infrastructure.
1: It goes all the way it back. It
0: Literally, go, that's how hard it is to build up a baseball it's team. That's a very like, fair like, point. Like I.
1: It takes years and it years. It takes
0: so long to build up. The
1: Astros up. lost 100 games or more three years in a row.
0: Right. And all they did they was develop players. Exactly. The Dodgers, they obviously never went to the full tank. Right. But they invest everything into player development. The Twins are starting to do this as well. Like, like you have to invest. You have to start from the ground up. And that's where they kind of are. They, they just don't have enough guys. Like, Ranger Suarez is getting, is having.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ranger really, Suarez, it Cole Irvin, all these guys are not guys. They're, they're not Major League pitchers. The breaking point for
0: me is, is Ranger. Suarez.
1: That's, like, that's, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's the end. Yeah. Like, that's the levy breaking for me. It's Uh-oh. like I cannot believe that Ranger Suarez is on a major league roster. Um there are like
1: six guys in the, the bullpen that I could say that about. But this them. is the problem.
0: This is the problem when you when you like we say they need to make all these moves, right?
1: But they already they made so many moves. I know, I know. That's why the, the people who are wholly blaming Klentak I think is ridiculous too. You can't change everything in one offseason. This this was too big an effort. And I think he did make some really nice moves this offseason. If Bryce Harper plays well, if JT Romito plays well, we're still lauding the moves that Klentag made. 100% agree. The players deserve the lion's share of this. But again, at a certain point, like, Kepler's message isn't getting through to them. The fact that he went out and got ejected on Saturday and it did nothing, it did nothing to fire this team up. I- I mean, that was a clearly purposeful thing by Kepler. Yeah. Never been ejected before. It's not his style. It was very scripted. It was scripted. Even he, did the Earl Weaver I mean, dirt kick. Like, he, it said was, he, yes. he said,
0: you suck. You, you suck. suck. <laughs> and I was like, I mean... Kick me out. Yeah. Can, can you
1: kick me out? Hey, kick me out, okay? Kick yeah. me out. They clearly orchestrated, but it did nothing. It did nothing. It did nothing the rest of that game, and it certainly did nothing on Sunday when they came out lifeless yet again. My issue with Kapler is at a certain point, this team has to fight. They have to show some energy. They have to show some life. And again, like I look, I don't I'm not saying Larry Bo has to be in there flipping over tables or something, but maybe one outburst, maybe something that that fires someone up. I just again I can't fire the 26 guys on the team. So at a certain point, if this keeps going, and I'm not at fire Kapler now, where I am at is fire John Mailey right now. <laughs> Yesterday, a week ago, what are we doing here? Uh, what more do we need to see from John Mailey? You've been saying it forever. This guy's f- f- fired from four organizations. Or, or let Three. go. Three. Whatever. The Cubs fired him a year after winning the yes, World Series. Yes, Chili Davis, come on in. Get the hell out. I mean, at what point... At My point is at what point does something happen because to just allow this and for Kepler with the the hustling stuff it's the same type of thing where he allowed it to go on and thus it keeps happening yeah. and there's no real line set organizationally something has to happen because what we've seen in the last 3 weeks is unacceptable
0: yeah and like i don't want to my problem is, just, like, I don't want anyone like whatever.
1: Like, I don't want anyone theoretically lose their job in a perfect well, I don't world. Really but care. it is what it is. I don't this really is care. the way baseball works.
0: Also, like you're gonna be fine. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah.
1: Look, you're way better off than I am. Yeah, okay? okay. Yeah. You got lots more money than me. Relax. So you'll figure it out.
0: Listen, I'm perfectly fine firing people. I got, a, okay. I got a quick trigger. <laughs> uh, but, but, but with my problem, Mailey, is like obviously I'm saying that it's players' fault for Cowper, right? Yeah. Like which is so it seems contradictory to want Mailey fired. My problem, Mailey, is that he preaches selectively aggressive and slug, right? But when you watch the Phillies, it's not—it's more just selective. It's just selective. like there's, there's no aggressive there's, other
1: than Scott Kingery, who's the one doing not what he was told to do originally by John maylie But it's crazy, like they're, they they preach
0: selectively aggressive and try to slug. They are like they're twentieth in every offensive category. It's unbelievable. At this point.
1: They're like anywhere from seventeenth to like twenty fourth in right. every offense. It's it's embarrassing.
0: They are They are definitely selective. I mean, they see a lot of pitches. And it's a good game plan if you know how to implement it. But the problem is, is that they're always guessing. When I watch the Phillies on offense, they're always, always guessing.
1: And then at some point, that has to come back to the hitting coach, right? I mean, or a coach. Or the hitting development plan. Right, whatever. Yes, organizational. You can blame it organizational as well. But at a certain point, and look, even if what's happening is not John Maley's fault, at a certain point, something has to happen. Whether, again, and... and I don't think they should fire Gabe Kapler right now. I, I'm not calling for his job now. I would, in a perfect world, like to see Gabe get the rest of this season to see if he can turn this around. But if they decide not to fire John Maylee now, and this keeps happening, it will be Kapler who gets fired. Yeah. And then it'll be Maylee because of that, and so on and well, so
0: it's forth. Well, whoever they bring in next exactly. is going to have a whole, it's gonna be a whole new staff. A whole new staff. So
1: everyone's job is on the line.
0: And Rob Thompson's already in place, which means Joe Girardi.
1: Ooh, interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? I don't... Like, I, I almost I almost think they they might need a veteran manager like they meet like they might need. These a, guys aren't responding to Gabe. No matter what we want to say. Like again, I, I I'm very with you that I think that the general Phillies public is is putting too much of this on Gabe. Yeah. But ultimately, if your team doesn't respond to you, why the hell are you there?
0: Right and. And I, I think I I do think that not benching Segura trying to set that little precedent I think that's going to be the move that's ultimately going to the nail in the coffin. I, got, I
1: called it here. We said you. I love the way you phrased it. One game in and this is exactly what I was thinking. One game in June is not as important as the whole season. Like it's just not. Like you 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 have to do that. You have to think.
0: And, and that's a part that's a problem. I am obviously pro analytics, but like that's thinking too much about the numbers and not about the human side of it. Yes. Like that's too much thinking about that's too much thinking about, oh well, like, well, if we might lose this game if, we, if one of our eight best players isn't playing right now, I understand that. But like you need to also have a creative culture of, of how you want to play the game. And accountability
1: and, 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 and discipline and all that type of stuff. It it matters. And that I mean I think that's been an issue with Gabe a fair amount this season. The idea of of not thinking forward with some of these decisions. Uh just thinking about that game and the impact of trying to win that game isn't as important as about thinking about the rest of the season and trying to create something that's gonna last throughout the rest and of
0: the season. And that's where the inexperience comes in. Yep. Like I think I think right now we're starting to see the inexperience. But like if if, if you're telling me that the reason they're losing seven games in a row is cuz Gabe's like not like making them correct tactical decisions like that's just not true totally agree like with you. they need to they Absolutely. need they need to hit the baseball i think yes, they have and a,
1: and look for the bullpen and pitching i mean Nobody could get this right. We're talking about, again, putting, putting non major league pitchers into games. That's what, do you what I'm want talking I'm about. They like, Very fair.
0: They had a rush up JD Hammer, who is definitely not ready. Not ready. They Edgar Garcia is not ready. No, they had a rush up Adam Adam, H- Adam Hazley wasn't on big leagues. I know. Adam Hazley was know. not ready for big leagues. I know. There's talk of Alec Boehm being there.
1: Already, I know. Like, the September savior.
0: Like, it's crazy. Like, that's where we're at with, with the level of non-depth that's on this roster. Like, you're bringing up guys that just, they're just not big leaguers. Like, they're like Edebre Ramos, this team trusts. <laughs>
1: Wait, he's coming in in, like, high-leverage situations.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: I mean, what are we talking about here?
0: They're starting Ennio De Los Santos. I mean, the one thing the Phillies have gotten correct this year is that Ennio De Los Santos is a reliever. Yep. I mean, that guy's not a starter. He's not a starter. And he should learn a splitter like tomorrow. Um, But... Like this roster is just not like it's a mixture of a bunch of things, right? Like maybe Caplesh's message isn't getting through, which it it looks it, it looks it, that evidence way.
1: Evidence says it isn't.
0: The 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 roster is completely flawed. They have a black hole at third base. Scott Kingery has developed the yips from throwing to third, from third base to first base, which isn't great.
1: Not, no, their no. center
0: fielder, the starting center fielder, was had the the legal problems, yep. and he's out for the year. Andrew McCutcheon out for the year. Um, then you have the the starting rotation. Like you don't have a fifth starter, Mm-mm. and every every guy you try to bring up is bad and has, hasn't pitched well at all. And you're and at times there was eight bullpen pieces on the IL. Like that's that's a major factor. Sure. Maybe capital and the offense. Like the well, the, I would the say only say the offense thing. might be
1: the biggest thing. We talk so much about the pitching, but the way this team was built, we never expected the pitching to be the best in baseball. We expected this lineup to be one of the best in the National League. They've been horrendous. The twenty
0: seventeen Phillies had a higher WOBA than this <gasps> than this offense right now.
1: That is. That is a real kick in the junk.
0: The twenty-seven. 27- that is
1: a kick in the junk, Jack.
0: The twenty seventeen Phillies had a higher wOBA against ninety four miles an hour in the zone than this Phillies. Well, team. good
1: thing they got the curveball machine coming out. That's <laughs> okay. You were a baseball player. I- what the what the hell, man? What was that? What is what you he talking mean? about? The cur- bringing the curveball machine out? Oh well, bit? no.
0: I mean, there's there's different pitching machines where you can make it throw curveballs. I
1: know, I know, I man. But like,
0: it would have been funny if he said box of curveballs, which is like a, <laughs> is a class. Like, so my freshman year, I was at baseball practice, and like freshman year, you're, tr- you're never trying to mess up anything. Like, you're you're just trying to n- not get yelled at, right. basically. Right. And my coach, like, uh, my coach says, "Hey, can you get the left-handed fungos?" Out of the uh, out of the ca- out of the shed. Mm-hmm. And I am in there for like twenty minutes. <laughs> and then I am like where the like where are the left handed fungus?
1: <laughs> I can see you just freaking out and, and, like,
0: then, and then I come out and everyone's laughing. So That's awesome. Yeah, so like I thought I, I <laughs> thought it could <laughs> be but but the but the, listen, <laughs> if you want to really analyze that clip, like buddy, your problems aren't with the curveballs. yes, it's with the
1: fastball. Like what's happening? Can, you
0: guys can't hit fastballs. Yeah. That's that's the main the main microcosm of the situation. So um, the offense is a disaster. They have too much talent to be this bad. I think the whole. or oh, I think the, the major league offensive philosophy is flawed. I think the minor league minor the minor league philosophy is working much better. The, the, the oh, guy, the, great! But those guys are, but they're actually performing. Like we're get, we're seeing more power out of Boehm. moniac has been on a on a tear. Like you're just seeing guys who like we were Hazley before he came up. Like, Debbie Grouillon Like you're just seeing guys that you weren't totally sure about their hit tool, and they're now starting to kind of fulfill it a little bit. So hopefully that the as those guys get pushed up further and further, they can kind of they can kind of just take over the major league roster and not worry about the hitting coach so much.
1: Yeah, it uh, sure. I, look, I... All right, so let's let's play this forward a little bit. We'll get into the Mets series. It's funny. that Who could have thunk that the Phillies are playing the one team in baseball who's a bigger disaster than they are right now, as Mickey Callaway is still yelling at reporters right now. But... um,
0: little, who, it, This is going to be a battle of who hates their team more.
1: It's going to be pretty <laughs> impressive, man. It's going to be pretty impressive. This is like the... Who, which coach is going to last through the series? I don't know. Um, But, all right, let's play it forward. What... What do you, first of all, do you expect this team to turn it around? I mean, is the NL East over? They're six and a half back right now. The Braves are playing really good baseball. Essentially, logically thinking about it, the Braves right now, I think, are on pace for 94 wins. They are on pace for 94. Better baseball as of late, too. The Phillies would have to play, what, like over 600 baseball to get to that range?
0: Well, the Phillies have to go 50 and 35 to reach 90 wins. So it's almost 600. They have to have a 588. That's 90. Yeah. They so have
1: a, they have to play 600 baseball in order to compete. If the Braves just stay on course, just do what they're they doing, which
0: they won't. I mean, it's baseball, maybe not
1: right, but the Braves are a good baseball team.
0: They are. No, that's they're just not, a good baseball that's team. That's not what I'm saying. But like,
1: 94 <laughs> wins is a very realistic prediction. But they also started off. Slow. I'm just saying that. Like, that's my point, though. They're playing even better. You could even predict a higher win total. for
0: them. But baseball's not perfect.
1: I agree with that. But my point is, the Braves are a good team. They feel like a 90 plus win club. They do. Right. So the Phillies need to play 600 baseball. They well, can the Phillies play 600 baseball? Of course, the rest of the season. I mean, this is this is the
0: <laughs> this is the wrong time to ask that question. Uh, no. I mean I but
1: that's what we got to do. We got to think like, where is this team at? What uh, ultimately, where is this team at? Obviously, they're only a game out of the wild card, yeah. second wild card. So, like, the season isn't over. I just, I just don't want
0: to. I, I just can't believe we're about to have another meaningless summer of baseball. Like that's, that's what, what that's what it feels like. That's
1: where I'm going. That's like we're, what I'm asking
0: you. We're about 2 weeks from no one caring anymore. Like I know. the Phillies need to they need to go now. Now. Like no 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 no. tonight like, against it, the Mets. It was against he Mets. Was at, yeah. Hey, have, do the dude did
1: two times Wouldn't going this. would Yeah, the next time you pitched against him, it wasn't as yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But look, and thank God they have Cy Eflin on the hill tonight. Who'd have thunk it? But I look, I'm just um I if again I would bet large sums of money that the Braves win the NL East. For yeah, right now. there's
0: I, I, no doubt in my mind. Right, unless unless injuries start to catch. They haven't had really any injuries. You never know.
1: Baseball's weird, like you said. Baseball's weird. But that's where I'm at. And and here's the thing: if the Phillies, if this continues for two more weeks, Kepler will get fired. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But that's crazy to think about. It. When we were talking two weeks ago, they've lost ten games yeah. in 26 days, Jared. Uh-huh. think about that? Yeah. There were three ha <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm smiling through the pain right Should now. Should we
1: just talk minor league baseball or something? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. Anyway, no, it's it? just they're. It's, I, we we're not even we're not even we're not even gonna not get July yet. We're not even gonna get playoff Nola. Oh, God. <laughs> <It'd> be something <laughs> which is a less exciting proposition in and of itself right now. <laughs> nah, maybe. Um. Oh, well, good thing sh- Nola went out and freaking grinded for them on Friday night. That worked out.
0: Yeah, it's just I I'm not I I. They're a game out in the wild card. I know. But I don't understand how you can watch this team right now and be like, "They're gonna turn around.
1: Playoffs, that'll be great."
0: <laughs> yeah, because like when he, when you when you factor in anything, it just, it just feels like it's just not their year. Like with the injuries, with the staff taking a step back outside of Eflin, Pivetta not fully stepping up, Nola stepping back, the offense being as bad as it is, it just it feels like there's so much going against this team right now. The whole fan base is like just angry all the time so angry, about man. about this team, like
1: it, and rightfully so. Like I I'm okay with them being angry. Like it, the most frustrating part, Phillies set expectations for this year. Wow. Well, Objectively excellent offseason. They set, yes, they set (laughs) expectations. They made it feel big. Guess what? When you set expectations, you have to be ready to, with, with, to deal is, with the repercussions is, when you don't reach them.
0: This is what they've done two years in a row. They they do this BS where they win like three games in a row, and they're like, "We're really good. <laughs>
1: like you guys got to
0: really start taking us seriously." And but then it seemed
1: like we should because they're
0: front runners. They've been yes. front for two years, and they
1: have talent, though. They, I mean, offensively, McCutcheon. Look, we said it here, and people got people gave me crap. There is a certain WIP host. Who when I said to him, I don't think this team is good enough to to recover from the Andrew McCutcheon injury, said I was crazy. Losing one player, you out of your mind. No, sorry. Losing Andrew McCutcheon was that big a deal for this team.
0: Apparently, I mean, usually one baseball player doesn't make a huge difference, but um, just from the energy, the accountability, the defense, the everything. lead leading off,
1: they're just going about tone, your business, right? man.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, Andrew Cutchman was everything. I mean, he oh, was. God,
1: I love him. I miss him so much.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What he, I don't know what he's gonna be next year.
1: Well, Corey just towards ATL. I
0: know, but like, are you gonna stick him in the center field? You can't. No, you he'll can. be
1: a left fielder next year.
0: And Bruce will be on the, be on the bench.
1: So, uh, hey, how about, Speaking of which, ha, ha,
0: Br- Jay Bruce is getting meleeed right now. Yeah, of
1: course he is. How about, <laughs> think about this, Jack. Another two weeks of this, Jay Bruce might be getting flipped to a contender, all right? So, Do you let's, think about that?
0: So, let's talk about this. Any chance they sell? Yeah, of course there is. Mm, I mean, I don't No, th- dude, Middleton's not going to let them sell. I
1: don't think, but if you're telling me that they're six games out of the wild card, but July 31st, seven games out of the wild card, but July 31st, they shouldn't sell.
0: I would hope it doesn't get to that point. I would. I too. agree.
1: But but there is a, there is a situation. There is a scenario where uh, look. No, there's
0: not. No, there's not. <laughs> don't say that. If
1: they're in, if they're if they're at all in shouting distance of the wild card, no, I don't think they will sell. But d- d- they've lost eleven of thirteen. Like they have lost seven straight. If this keeps happening, of course you sell. I, I just if it gets to that point, I hope it doesn't. And I think who, they're too good to be this bad. They're not this bad.
0: But who do they sell? Jay Bruce, okay, sweet.
1: I know, but I mean, like you sell Jay Bruce, uh, you give Jake Arrieta away for the Kerry Leitenberg bag of balls. Oh and well, if they else. can
0: flip Arrieta, I would flip Arrieta regardless. Right now, regardless,
1: <laughs> just take take next your salary. Look, you're right. They, that's an issue, though, right? They don't have anyone to sell.
0: Like you, you can't you can't pull the Yankees thing if you don't sell have sell a...
1: Segura. How about that?
0: Mm, I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Some? Although who the hell's a shortstop? Luis Garcia. Let's go. No, he's terrible this year. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. um, <laughs> anyway, come on. Uh, like Adam Morgan would be probably the most valuable commodity, okay. but I would rather have Adam Morgan on the team next year. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you want to get serious, it's Real Muto. I mean, if you sure. if you don't yeah. think, if, if you don't want to resign him, him, yeah, of course. If t- a year and a half of, of he's a, not playing great though, that wouldn't be the
1: best time to flip him. Yeah,
0: but if you bet on track records and stuff. No,
1: look, I think it gets And get him for around JT. a real heading coach. Yeah. Oh man. Fire Maley. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> it. Fire John Mailey. I'm okay saying that. Are you okay saying that? I've been wanting to fire him for Thank you. two weeks. Thank you. So, all right. So the official High Hopes podcast position. Fire John Mailey. Fire John Mailey. Okay.
0: Yeah. I feel now, good about this. now here's the thing that that, that that could come back to bite us. Um what if they don't hit after that? And I will I will say to that. That is not. It is not just because they fired John Miller. They're going to start hitting Will. It's not going to fix everything. They need to bring in like they like. I want them to bring in the Mariners hitting coach, like a guy that knows how to unle- unlock power and unlock Who's the slug. Dodgers
1: Guy or whoever. Well, you're not going
0: to sign him away from the Dodgers. No, of my point. course not. But like they need they need a whole organizational. Overhaul of the major league hitting program. Yeah. Minor leagues in good hands with our boy Ochart. Chart. Just
1: make Ochart Chart dead in coach.
0: But we talked about that. Do you wanna do you wanna take him away from the minor league development? Well,
1: because of the infrastructure's there. Right? You I mean so. all his guys are there. Just have the drive line guys handle the minors, bring O Chart up, handle the majors. You got drive line through the whole organization. I'm in for that. Me too. It sounds great.
0: <laughs> I'm very in for it. Um but it's not but like firing John Maley this year, like I just don't think that's gonna change no. anything for the rest of the season. But I think overall it's like there's no even if they make playoffs this year, I don't want to see him back next
1: year. I uh, know. I'm so done with John Maylie. And even still, look, even if it's not something that's going to change it immediately or whatever, like, you have to do something. You can't just let this continue to happen and just have the this is fine gif or meme there all the time. Like, that can't be it.
0: Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that's so frustrating. It's like, you know, they'll lose these games, and I feel like they're they're always just like, well, we'll figure it out. Like, yes. we're, we're too talented.
1: Yeah. I mean, Gabe, I, w- I was. I was so annoyed with him after after that game yesterday, and he does the whole, like, we win as a team, we yeah. lose it. It's like, come on, man. You've been in baseball way too long to think that anyone believes this BS you're spewing. And I get it. Gabe doesn't want to rip his coaches. He doesn't want to rip his guys, all that. I get it. But guess what? At a certain point, Gabe, people are getting fired. It's just going to happen.
0: And if you're not going to fire him, then you're, you're going to be fired. fired. Exactly. That's what happened with the Flyers and Hextall. Yes. Hextall refused to fire the coach and they fired him instead. Yes. And this is that's what's going to
1: happen. 100%. 100% that's uh, what's going to
0: happen. that's part of the inexperience. Yeah. It's part of the it's not inexperience. not knowing any better. Right. So, I know. It's just been,
1: it's been fun. Ah, man. Well, at least we got the Mets. I guess that's a good thing, right? Two
0: tire fires. Matching
1: up. So, the Mets coming to town. Uh, Mickey Calloway told Tim Healy, the reporter, uh, called him a mother effer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jason Vargas jumps in protecting his coach. High Super. school to- high school science teacher Jason Vargas jumps into the fray. Get the F out of here. Yeah, All that stuff. Things aren't going very well. No. <laughs>
0: Speaking of managers, I can't believe they're still in place. Yep,
1: the, the fact that he has a job is, is extraordinary. It is stunning. Yeah. That he still has a job—it's mind blowing. I mean, we were calling for him to get fired last year. Do you remember what? I mean, like, remember when his team batted out of order? Yeah. I
0: mean, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm not excited for he though. Did
1: the Kapler thing too? That they're not even the reliever ready. That happened to him. Like he said that, like the everything you could think of a bad dude, manager has happened with. Dude, Indiana. they just hired
0: an 82 year old pitching coach. <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> like, what are it's we like, doing? <laughs> like they're a total they're a disaster it's great I mean the only they, they have Pete Alonso who's amazing oh they're so lucky well Jeff McNeil's gonna hit what I mean he's fourth in the NL in batting average he's gonna bat 400 he's gonna probably. torch us this week right Yeah. I mean there's no doubt in my mind of course he is like Jeff McNeil is is the next the next Phillies torturer
1: Kurt Suzuki
0: yeah but like b- way better and plays all the time yeah like screw Kurt Jeff Kurt Suzuki. McNeil's amazing <laughs> he's gonna torch us that's, what, that's what's gonna happen it's gonna, this is gonna be blame
1: Jordan Spieth yeah, it's blame all Jordan Spieth, Jordan Spieth. <sighs> I listen when you talk. It's
0: sometimes. gonna be it's gonna be an annoying week.
1: Yeah, it's an at annoying. least we
0: avo- at least we avoid Degrom.
1: It's a, uh, yes, that is true. That is huge. Um, and Cindergard obviously not pitching as well, so that's good. Something.
0: Yeah, something. Man. should, we, should we talk about should we talk about something better?
1: You have something better to talk about? I got nothing.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about this now because okay. I don't want to save it for later because I feel like people are gonna turn it off. Uh, <laughs>
1: they're still here. Shout out to the people still here. I love you. High hopes night. Yes. We should have led with High Hopes. What's the one good thing going on?
0: I know. We need to start leading with that.
1: We should. We're bad it. at this. We always are like, oh, we're going to lead we'll it with for like, the end. rate and review the podcast or like the stuff that we would love if people would help us out with and all that. And we always do it at the end.
0: Yeah. Always a bad idea. So we will it now. It's
1: a really bad idea. Uh, You're not good
0: at this. High Hopes Night at the Ballpark is, is, uh, is green-lighted. We're all good to go. It is happening. So all you got to do is go to either James or I's. Um, f- uh, Twitter page and the pin link pin tweet it, man the, are, I pinned just,
1: a tweet I never pin tweets I did it for this it's a
0: very important pin tweet uh, come hang out James and I and there's gonna be a bunch of like I think a bunch of WIP people are coming too yes um, so it's not gonna be just us we meet all those guys Um, we're gonna have you know we're gonna set up a tailgate somewhere mm-hmm. I, think it, I feel like Jetro's a place it just
1: feels like the right big place big Jetro guy yeah I'm oh I'm, it's my spot yeah I mean it's
0: five, save five dollars in parking you're damn right um, well, obviously, I don't know if we're, we're not going to bring beer for everyone, but there will be beer. Yeah, um,
1: I'll bring some beer.
0: Of course, we're going to bring beer. Well, no, no, fifteen percenters. No blueberry ales.
1: Oh, that was such a bad decision, man. I'm still reeling from that decision.
0: So, um, so it's, so it's going to be fun. Listen, we, our seats are like in the 140s, which is right in the left center field gap. It's
1: pretty cool, actually. Where it's the a seats good spot. Are. Yeah, it is a good. It's spot. It's a good spot. Tickets
0: are thirty three dollars. There's
1: a discount on the tickets. They're usually, I think, like five bucks more than that, or something like that. Yeah. So, just coming out with us, we'll have fun. Hopefully our
0: team's still contending by that point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Will Gabe Kavler still be the manager on High Hopes night? Yes or no?
0: If John Maylee's not fired by then, it is officially fire John Maylee night. <laughs> I think that's fair.
1: I think it's perfect. You I think you that's kidding?
0: perfectly fair. So
1: So go get tickets coming out with us. Again, if you're listening to this podcast right now, we really want you to come because you're the people we want to meet yeah. because you're the people who really care. Yeah. So, please come hang out. Listen,
0: the High Hopes family is the High Hopes family that's and exactly. we want everyone to hang out.
1: And family needs to hang out. It's important.
0: And talk through problems with their baseball team.
1: That's true. There's a the potential that's always there. Probably not. Maybe.
0: Thinking about it. Maybe. We'll think about it. Will that, that be her first game?
1: Well, I'll probably have to do the first game before because uh, Cindy is very excited. Cindy Webster, the great Cindy Webster, I should say. Yes. Very excited about Zoe's first Phillies game and making it a thing. That's a big moment. Yes. It's I'm excited moment. about it too. My wife, less excited, but it'll be good. My wife's not a make a thing of things type of person. Okay. She's more of a no one pay attention to me type of person. Yeah, that's like me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's good, that was good. All right, so uh, you want to talk some minor league stuff to get no, you no,
0: excited? No, I'll, I'll, finish, I'll finish with that. I, okay. I'll empty the mail back. What time is it? Uh, oh, we're only 30 minutes in? We've yeah. do we, we we've actually run out of things to talk about on this podcast. But then what
1: is good? Because I think right now people don't need a super long Phillies podcast okay, right but, now. This is not like fun. What else can we talk about? It's just us bitching. Okay, so.
0: but I got many things to talk, I you talk do, about. You always
1: do, Jack. You always do.
0: NOLA on Friday. They, there's finally a NOLA game plan that came to our eyes that is so obvious, and it blows my mind that they don't do it this every time. It is fastballs early, curveballs early, changeups worked in the fifth inning, and everything sails home. Easy, breezy, Aaron Nola, that's all you have to do when you can locate your fastball. Did you notice that?
1: Oh, yeah. You noticed no, it on Friday. You, like yeah. His
0: first four innings, he was fastball, curveball, and he threw like five changeups before the fifth inning. And then, like, the fifth inning on was, like, change up. You mix it all in. I love
1: it. I just want to see if it'll work against a non A offense. Well, but...
0: the thing is, that A offense just swept us at home for the first time since 2009. So, oh, I remember, Jack. So, Thanks. Mm, it's a fact, though. <laughs> but that <laughs> no. team went to the World Series. Oh, so, you know.
1: Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Good point. I mean, think about that. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Phillies are going to the World
0: Series! <laughs> um uh needs to be at leadoff? Please. Like
1: he certainly should be batting sixth. What is up with Kingery? He's been the best here on the team by far, and he's batting in the sixth hole. Yeah, it's crazy. What, what was the thought process? What?
0: Well, because I guess you want to lengthen the lineup and have someone actually good at the bottom so you can turn it, I don't know, like maybe. You know, yeah. uh, that's, that was my only thought process was he wants someone who's good down there to, to like if there's guys on in front of him, he can actually yeah. drive him home rather have one, than Sean you have Rodriguez. One good
1: guy in the lineup, bat him in the top three. That's how I look at but it. But
0: the reason I want Kingery at leadoff so bad is because I think this team needs a spark. And sure, Bryce Harper could pop a home run or whatever, but mostly it's usually just a walk or a home run at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, obviously a home run will get the team going, I just think they need they need they need a table setter, and they, and Kingery has been a table setter. I thought yesterday in the Marlins game, he took a lot of good at bats, like working deep counts, a couple three two counts. He worked a walk in the first inning, um, and I just think that if you put him in the leadoff spot, there's a chance that he you know rips a double to open up a game, and like he's speeding around, and like when it, when a team sees that and they see like, they, like the the leadoff hitter, I know where it's turned into. It's turned into OBP slow guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the traditional leadoff hitter it's is a, it is a really exciting yeah. it's an exciting thing when that guy gets ongoing and you see him just try to steal it, second it, or whatever.
1: Was, the, the, I thought the most underrated thing about those great Indian teams in the 90s that everyone talked about how great that offense was was how important Lofton was at the top and what that guy did from uh, just getting on base used to throw pitchers off. It used to like it was just it mattered to, to have that type of guy at the top. Yeah and that. I
0: think Kingery fits he fits the modern day uh, leadoff hitter guy because he has a high hard hit percentage and he's barreling everything so he has a chance to do some damage at the top of the lineup, but also I think he's the kind of guy that is a table setter, and he's a guy that can kind of get the spark going because they need to create their own energy. If Gabe Cavill came in and flipped over a the table, they don't really give a crap. They'd be like, "Well, that's weird. Why would Gabe do that?" If if Kingery goes out there sets a tone, like I think that I think that would do more wonders than flipping over a table.
1: I'll take either, but I'm with you.
0: But I just I want to see Kingery the off because I think he would add a decent spark to this lineup. Um, and and I'm wondering I, I thought about this on the way in. I'm wondering if this team lacks emotion because uh their main core is free agents. So like remember those Padres teams, like the twenty fifteen Padres, sure. fourteen Padres, the Blue Jays teams, those Marlins teams where they tried to buy their way in free agency and it never worked mm-hmm. out. I'm worried that might be happening here. Now, I think that Bryce is different because I think Bryce wanted to come here and change the culture and be a member of this core. But when you bring in a Segura, uh, like Real Muto in a way, but I think Real Muto is also a member of this core. Um... Like I, it's, it's a bunch of players. The reason why the reason why I think teams win and lose in in baseball today is that the, their their main core came up together and figured out how to win together. Unfortunately, the players the Phillies brought up through their minor league system
1: are just eh. <laughs> not good.
0: Like Kingery and Hoskins and Nola.
1: That's it. Afflalo.
0: Stop this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but when you see teams like the Braves, you see these teams that have all this yeah, camaraderie, I mean, and you yeah, see them yeah. having fun. Sure. Like this team has no fun right now.
1: I know, which is crazy considering the first couple weeks of the season. Like. That was the thing we we're all jacked up about. Celebrate! This is great. Handshakes yeah. for everyone. On the but team. here's the thing: is they it's never all gone. they
0: never figured out how to win together, and they never f- lost together. Mm-hmm. Right now they're losing together, but they're a bunch of old players who've been on different teams. Area another example. Like they've been on other teams that, that figured out how to win together. Very rarely do you see a team come together in one offseason, and it's like, oh, we're all best friends, and we know how to win, and we know how to lose. Like that just never happens. Mm-hmm. And what we have to learn is that, or well, Clintact should learn, really, is you can't just do this all in one offseason. You have to, they're doing it with the infrastructure they've built um, slowly starting to churn out some actual prospects. But, um, I think that's that's the most important thing. I mean, those I mean those Phillies teams, obviously, from 06 to '11. Sure. I mean, all, yeah, like, like
1: you know, Houston, the, the like you ha- Cubs, but, like mo- all these teams, when they won, they correct. did it that way. Sure. You
0: have to, you have to do to win with homegrown players mm-hmm. because when things go south, you get what's happening right now at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, you have a team of players who never won or lost together that don't know how to fight through
1: it. I I, I sure. I think it's a great point. Thank I think you. it's a great point.
0: Thank you. I think that's all I have.
1: That's all I got. Right, well, so, I mean, unless you made Well, Phillies-Mets. Just general thoughts on this series. Uh, I think it's pretty clear most people would say, look, at this point we'll take a, a split, but they need to win three a or series. Four? Yeah, three or four. They need to win a series, Jack.
0: <sighs> yeah, but asking this team to take three or four right now is a daunting task.
1: Asking them to take one of four seems like a daunting task, Jack, even against a team that's as messed up as they are. I know. <sighs> man. <laughs> oh, man.
0: They avoid we They avoid DeGrom.
1: Yay! Which is good. It's sure. It's great.
0: I got nothing. I know. Take three or four,
1: and they're at home.
0: That's the problem. Like this, this weekend there was forty-five thousand people there every game.
1: Well, that's what, and especially the Friday night one pisses me off the most. It just does. I keep coming back to it. It's Chase freaking Utley night. It, like, show the hell up. The crowd is ready. It's just against the Marns... and not just that. It's the whole thing. I mean, you just got swept. You just lost 2-3 or three in Atlanta, including a 15-1 debacle and the gut-punch loss of all gut-punch losses. And you got the Marlins at home after that road trip. You put up one run,
0: and you're telling the media one that one run. You're telling the media that's okay because you're going home and facing the Marlins.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, and then you get swept. Yeah, swept.
0: And you get swept at home, uh, especially on Brett Eldridge night. Oh god, I'm god. I'm I'm lo-
1: <laughs>
0: that true. was the most exciting one. You it's have a, you have an absolute legend. <laughs> it's a Great point. You have it's a, a legend point. ready. How to... How are the...
1: people supposed to be fired up for the concert if you know? God, it's a great
0: point. I wish I was there for Brett Eldridge <laughs> night. <laughs> I bet
1: you do. Love him. You like bad music? <laughs> no, I like music that makes you feel good. <laughs> All right. What's your final thoughts, Fritz? Yeah, like, uh, I think we've had enough of this.
0: Boy, my final thoughts are just absolutely loaded today. Um, <laughs> n- first off, uh, a thousand ratings and reviews, and we'll release the Bryce Harper yes, episode. We waited to the end again. If you think this is depressing, wait for that episode. Uh, yeah,
1: well, it's even more <laughs> depressing thinking that they signed him after. Just kidding.
0: Just kidding. Uh, so here's the thing is that Alec Bum is amazing. He, <laughs> oh, buddy. He, he it's gives, show time. He gives me a bummer. You love to
1: text me. I got a Bomber. <laughs> I get way too many Bomber texts from you. <laughs> way too many.
0: And I don't care about the service time thing if they think he can help this year because service time's going out anyway. The service time thing is done.
1: It's over. You're it's getting certain, changed. Look, Pete Alonso. We've seen it so many times. Pete Alonso, Tatis. We saw it so many more times coming into this season where teams were like, "Screw that! It's going to change." Come on up.
0: Just bring up. Yeah. Yeah, Right. So, uh, if they think he can help this team, and do I think he's better than Michael Franco right now? You're darn right. I think he's better than Michael Franco.
1: Everybody thinks he... uh, Who isn't better than Michael Franco?
0: It's crazy how... uh, What a fall uh, fall from grace for Michael. Yeah, grace Um, being used (laughs) loosely there. um, Is Michael Island even... There, I think it sunk, man. Yeah, it's I think it
1: sunk. It's like Atlantis the, now. It's like the, the lost city of
0: Michael Island. I think the Phillies helped sink it. Like they made sure he's never playing. <laughs> like It's crazy how like they need
1: Brad Miller. And and again, I know you're very hyped up about the Brad Miller move, just as a general move. But like the fact that a guy who was in Triple A a week and a half or two weeks ago or whatever it is is starting over Franco says something.
0: Man. Yeah, Sean Rodriguez too. Says something, man. Scott Kingery can't throw from third base <laughs> so he's in center field or in at third base. Yeah. So, uh if Bone can come up and help, great. Um I mean, they seem like the way the uh, the writers are talking about it, there's real consideration for yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it does seem like there's a lot of excitement around that. Well, and he's he's just
0: crushing the ball. Like he's just like, everywhere he's gone, he's just hit, which is thank God.
1: I mean, uh, thank God. Thank God one of our thank top God prospects someone is, they drafted uh, high in the draft can actually hit. What a Friggin' Miracle well, Lizard well,
0: Speaking of which <laughs> Mickey Moniak Mickey <laughs>
1: Moniak
0: Oh the guy's getting hot The guy's betting like 309 With a 380 I OBP. love
1: your ability To still find joy When everyone else Is just dying with this team You're like wait a minute
0: Mickey I'm only looking at prospects now I know you are I really am Like
1: <laughs> You're like perfectly Like put together to deal with these types of things. You could just transfer right over. Yeah,
0: and don't listen, don't even get me started on Jalen Ortiz now with the twelve home runs in the year who I thought could never hit a baseball, but he got lazy guy surgery this offseason, so maybe he's back.
1: I love those so, you know I'm a big believer in when it's like the lay sick or the they had some sort of weird yeah. physical issue that they fixed. I, I love those Dude, types I think, of things.
0: I think I honestly think Bryce needs that. Bryce has astigmatism. Does he really fix that? Yeah because definitely fix some of those, some that. Of those contact line. I was trying to hit yesterday and something in my eye I couldn't see the ball. Wow. I was trying to with one eye. How am I supposed to do that? It's a great question. It's a ph- phenomenal question. I love question. you
1: coming in and being like, everything hurts. I'm like, you're 25.
0: Yeah, but this is a 25-year-old, four years move from everything ever throwing 100 hurts. bitches. Everything hurts. Jack My it. shoulder hurts. For
1: all the listeners out there who are my age or older, you know what I'm talking about. No, Jack, but, the 25-year-old saying everything hurts but you, is like a but, slap in my face. Yeah, but you've never done what I did yesterday. Oh. Is that so?
0: Yeah. It's, okay. the, fuck, it's a fact.
1: <laughs> Uh, you got any other final thoughts?
0: Uh, one more minor league thing. Uh, Damon Jones is on. Un- like, he's reading about it. Very
1: excited about Damon he she-
0: Like the fact that Ranger Suarez is in this bullpen and Damon Jones is not pisses me off. Like Ra- Damon Jones can actually do some things. He's nasty. I'm with you. I think he's nasty.
1: Good. I'll take any. I'll take a guy from Single A over Ranger Suarez right now. If you could throw hard, you, you got me. Kyle Galizkinski? The, yes, the first part guy. of the triple F, Exactly the know-er. guy I was talking about. <laughs> I'll take anybody. Jack, okay. I'll take anybody. My final thought is, don't make us do this anymore, Phillies. Yeah, this is sad. Seriously, we like to have fun. We're trying to find ways to have fun. You're making it so hard. <laughs> All right? It's really not gold. Cool. So, Phillies, help us out.
0: And don't ruin another summer. And
1: yes. At August 17th, Diopes Night. Don't ruin it.
0: Or else and It you, won't
1: be wrong It'll be awesome no matter what.
0: And if you don't fire John Maley, that's what it's gonna turn into. Fire John
1: Melee night. Get ready. Alright. We'll be back on Thursday or Friday, hopefully, to talk about better thing. We love you all. Seriously, thank you for listening to this sad, sad thing. All right. Until next until next time. I was gonna say next week. I'm already trying to get ahead. Until next We're not time. We're now doing one podcast a week. Yes. Until next time.
0: He's Fredson Seltzer.